Have you been on any truly bad dates? Like things just go wrong from beginning to end. Well, a couple weeks ago, my boyfriend had to go to Miami for a business trip for a conference and he was gone for a few days. So what I do when he's away and traveling, while I, I, I was bummed to be stuck in New York City in a gorgeous Miami, it is nice to have some time alone. And I do what I always do. I will find every romantic comedy movie I have never seen on Netflix and watch it. I will also marathon several seasons of Sex and the City and watch the first movie. I love that show. I know it's ridiculous, but it's eye candy to me. I love the relationships between the women. I love the fashion. I love all of it. But as I was doing that this time, and I was in like, you know, season four, or season five, and I was like, you know, watching Carrie and Miranda and Charlotte and, and Samantha and their adventures with men and stuff. And I was like, wow, this is not what dating in New York City is like, at least for me, it wasn't. And I did have a lot of it when I was a little bit younger in New York City and some in California. And as I was like, kind of making notes about my past dating experience, I realized I have had some truly awful dates where things went like crazy wrong, like sitcom, like sex in the city level wrong. And so I started writing them all down. And the more I remembered, I was like, wow, I have to share this. So that's what we're going to do this week. I have changed the names of all the men in this to provide some privacy for them. And because I'm not a total monster, but some of them are worth sharing. They were, they were, um, awful in the moment, but in retrospect, they're hilarious. So enjoy. Welcome to The Spark Effect. My name is Wendy Durrell, and I'm a lifestyle and health director, a yoga teacher, and a stepmom. I believe we should all live the healthiest and happiest life possible, and I know how hard that can be to do on your own. Sometimes it just takes a spark to change a life. If you're looking for help, inspiration, or support in things like confidence, diet, fitness, career, relationships, and family, then make yourself cozy. I'm here for you. I believe in you. And we are all capable of doing amazing things. I want you to live the best version of your life possible. I know this is going to be good. So let's hit it. In high school, there isn't a lot of dating. At least there wasn't for me. It was kind of like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Yep. Okay, cool. We're a couple now. Once I graduated high school and I was single, I was teaching dance and color guard at various high schools in my area. I had been in color guard and dance for the last four years of school. I took, you know, lots of dance classes. I loved it. I ended up teaching while I was still in high school. So it just was, it made sense to carry on afterwards. But I wasn't very much older than a lot of these girls. I met all of the the faculty through doing that at each of these schools. And through that, I met Chris. Chris was the assistant band director and percussion instructor at one of the high schools I was teaching at. And we kind of like flirted off and on while we were teaching our, our kids. And eventually he asked me out. And I remember I wore this blue um, little sundress I had picked up at like one of those like Forever 21 shops. And it became like the date dress that I would wear out. So, so short, like ridiculously short. And I wore these like these like character Mary Jane shoes with it. And it was in my brain. It was adorable. Now I'm picturing it and I'm like, oh, God, I would never let my stepdaughter wear that. (laughs) But that's what I wore. And he rolls up, you know, in his like lowered Honda Civic with like the flashy rims. (laughs) 
and off we go to dinner. Now, something about me is if a menu has a wedge salad on it, I am going to order it. I don't care what else is on the menu. I'm going to order that wedge salad because I am I am in pursuit of the best wedge salad. And so far, the best one I've had is at a steakhouse in California, which I ended up working at briefly. But anyway, so we get to this restaurant and the waiter comes over and takes our order and I order the wedge salad. And Chris just goes, oh, I thought you were different. I didn't think you were one of those girls that cared about her weight. I mean, just... I didn't think that I didn't think that that stuff like mattered to you. And I realized like, oh, my God, he's kind of calling me fat and he's judging my salad. And so he ruined my salad for me. That that was probably the worst wedge salad experience of my life. So I, the date from there, it went fine, but it was like kind of ruined after that. And he drives me home. He walks me to my door and he goes in for the kiss and I mistook it. I thought he was going in for a hug. So like I turned my body, he ended up kissing me on the ear. And then that was our first and last date because, ugh. but then we had to work together the rest of the year. So it was like, you know, super fun. In college, I dated a few guys. One of them was part of the, the theater group I was a part of. And on a, one of our first dates, we decided to go out for St. Patrick's Day, meet up with a whole bunch of our friends at a bar, and then go to dinner afterwards. So we get to the bar, we have a couple drinks, we take off, and we're driving down PCH, which is like along the beach if you don't live in California, you, super pretty, on our way to our dinner spot. And there's a, a, a stop for, you know, they're doing like a, a, what's it called? Like a checkpoint for drinkers. <laughs> and we get stopped and um, I'm going to call him Jonathan. Jonathan rolls down his window and the, the cop shines his light and he's like, have the two of you been drinking tonight? And Jonathan looks at him and says, yes, I have. <sighs> so the cop looks at me and like kind of looks annoyed and surprised at the same time because who like you know says yes I have and then motions us to pull over so that Jonathan can take a breathalyzer we'd had probably two maybe three drinks at the bar but it was immediately after so Jonathan totally fails his breathalyzer test and then I'm sitting in this car like holy shit this is like our first date and the cop comes over to me and like, they've already got him in cuffs. <laughs> like they're leading him to a van. And the cop comes over to me and he's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to need you to drive his car. And I look at him and I'm like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> like I had just as much drink as he did. I am not. No, no, I am not driving this car. So I get out of the car and I go over to the van and I like, they let me talk to him for a moment and I kneel down. And I was like, is there anything you want from your car before they have it towed? And he's like, can you grab these things? So I have all of this stuff now I'm holding and I'm, I'm in the middle of fucking, sorry for the cursing, but I'm in the middle of PCH and I, I can't remember if we had cell phones back then or how this all worked out, but basically my girlfriends had to come get me in the middle of nowhere to, to pick me up and drive me back to one of their houses where we, you know, stayed up all night talking about this crazy occurrence that happened while while my my date, Jonathan, sat in a cell all night. So so that was as bad as it could get, right? Just like so, so, so bad. But then the next morning comes around and guess who calls me to come pick him up? Because he doesn't want his parents to know that he got arrested for drinking while driving. Yeah. And because it's me, I went and picked him up and took him home. 
<laughs> and then because it's me, <laughs> I agreed to a second date. <laughs> oh no. So date number two, we decide maybe we should not go out. Maybe we should, we should just hang out at my, at my house. And so we, you know, we got some drinks, we had the grill going, he invited one of his friends, I invited my best friend, it was like, you know, we're going to do this little double date thing, it's going to be awesome. And I was still living with my parents at the time. And they were like, they were super cool. They were super awesome about me having friends over about throwing parties, they would much rather me do it at home. And and you know, consume alcohol at home than than do it, you know, elsewhere, you know, like driving and getting arrested. So and they they had already known this story about this guy. So we're all hanging out. And I don't know when it happened. But at some point, Jonathan must have done like several shots in a row. And I'm looking for him. And my best friend's like, Oh, my God, he's in the backyard. And it's late. It's pretty late at night. I mean, it's like 11, 1130. We, we, we were watching an Eddie Izzard special, which they insisted we watch that night. And I'm looking at him in the backyard. And he is wasted and then he goes to lean on what he thinks is a wall but is actually a sliding glass door but he doesn't lean more he crashes through it into my pet my parents bedroom oh yes now i mentioned that my parents are super cool my dad was less cool that night (laughs) he was he was moderately not cool that night and and i could not blame him he comes out in his bathrobe and he's like so everyone needs to leave. Can anyone drive? And, and my best friend, who's awesome, she's like, I can take them. So she, she gathers the, the, the two boys up and, and the, other, the other one was fine. But, but Jonathan, no, he was, he was um, super drunk. Gathers them, takes them away. So that was, that was kind of like when I went, well, maybe, maybe I shouldn't date for a while. And I kind of took a break from dating. Not long after that, I ended up in a relationship that lasted several years. So the dating was kind of put on hold for a little while. But once that relationship ended disastrously, I I decided, okay, let's do this thing. I, I, I looked really good. I had lost all this weight. I felt really good. And so my, my girlfriends, I was living on the Upper East Side at the time, took me out one night and we ended up at a bar. And there was a guy at the bar, really cute like good looking guy, great arms. And he was hitting on me. He only had eyes for me, which was awesome. We got to chit chatting, we exchanged names, we're talking and he says he's in town for I don't remember what it's for. But let's say it was a, a business thing. Um, but he's only there for one night. And, and I should totally come back to his room with him. I should come back to his room. And I have never done, not that there's anything wrong with a one night scan, but I'd never done anything like that. And this was like my first, you know, foray back into the, the dating scene. And so they didn't seem very romantic to me at all. So I, you know, I, I turned him down, but I was like, but I'd love to keep in touch. We exchanged email addresses and off he went on his way. And that was kind of, you know, the end of it until I looked him up the next day. And, and, and if you know me, I'm kind of like a tech nerd. And I, um, also I am dangerous with a computer and and many women are, give us one piece of information and we'll find out your whole life. (laughs) But I wasn't like stalking him. I was just like, I was going to send him an email. But I thought maybe he's on Facebook. Well, yeah, he's on Facebook. And, and so has his wife with their two adorable children. <laughs> like my faith, my faith in, in, in humanity was ruined. Um, so that was like less of a date and more of just a disastrous almost hookup slash date. I was then set up on a blind date 
by a friend, another, actually that same friend that took me out that night. <laughs> she said, this guy's really sweet. He's kind of shy. You, he's perfect for you, both very quiet. And so we met up at a place. It was a really cute little place. I have not been there since. <laughs> and by then I had become friends with my now boyfriend, Lou. We, we were like, we, we loved talking to each other throughout the day. We had really good banter. And so he knew I was going on this blind date with this guy. And I, and he said, if you need a rescue, just text me this and I will call you and get you out of there. And so that was great to have that like kind of safety net. So I go, I meet up with this guy and he was very shy and very quiet and, and there weren't a lot of sparks, but he was nice and he was sweet and it was like nice to get the attention and we're sitting at the bar and everything's going fine until he says, you know, I met my ex-girlfriend in this bar <laughs> and like the warning, warning, warning is going off in my head. And I was like, oh yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, she's great. We broke up in this bar too. And now I'm like, now I'm like, okay, he's like, he's a serial killer or something really bad's going to happen. And so I like, you know, nonchalantly like get thumb my, my Blackberry out. And back then you could like thumb text. It was like, it was awesome. You didn't have, you didn't have to look at the screen. So I'm like, bloop, bloop, bloop. and like two seconds later, my phone starts ringing. I look down. I'm like, oh, oh shit, this is work. I have to answer this. I'm so sorry. And I answer it. And I was like, okay walk outside, talk like you're like you're saying something very important, act like you're upset, do all these, you know, gesturing wildly. I go back into the into the bar. And I was like, I'm so sorry, I have to go this this awful thing happened at work. The 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 servers crashed and all of these things and I need to reboot this. (laughs) And this, this guy is just like, yeah, she was great. (laughs) Like, just not at all aware of me being there. He was completely in like Lala ex-girlfriend land. So I, I bolted, I escaped out and I, I ran back to my, my condo, which was very close by, thank goodness. And, and, you know, was safely at home. And then I thought, okay, so blind dates, no blind dates suck. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe eHarmony or, or match, maybe one of those. I know a lot of people that have met their person, through online dating or through gaming or through those things. Maybe I'll sign up for that. So my next my next thing was I'm going to sign up for eHarmony. I sign up, I fill out all of the little the questionnaires and everything and I hit go and I'm like all eager and I'm excited and the results come back and it says you have zero matches. Zero matches. <laughs> zero matches in all of New York City. No one. It was so sad. It took a few days and then I started getting matched. And like, you, if you've ever signed up for one of these services, you they email you to death. It's worse than LinkedIn. It's worse than Adobe. It's the worst. But I started getting matched up. And so I was like checking out these guys. And there's this one guy who looked, you know, he's a good looking guy. I'm going to call him Jake. So Jake and I, we go through the process that eHarmony does to the point where it was like, yeah, let's meet up. And we, we fast track. We're like, yes, let's meet up tomorrow. So I get all dolled up. And, and we meet and even ahead of time, we did the like, are we splitting this? Are you paying for this? Because I like to know ahead of time because I, I don't ever want it to be a situation where I'm not sure. He's like, no, it's, it's me. I, I'm taking you out. I get to the restaurant. He's a good looking guy. I fe- I'm feeling good. We sit down. Waitress comes over to take our order. I order a glass of wine and he looks at me and he's like, you drink? <laughs> I was like, um, not excessively but yes and he's like oh, I don't I don't believe in alcohol I was like oh 
okay, well, you enjoy your club soda then. So, you know, I thought that that's fine. There's no big deal, right? Order our meal, going through it. End of the meal comes up and, and he's like, did you want to get dessert? And I was like, no, I'm good, but I'll have a cup of coffee. And he's like, oh, you drink caffeine? And I was like, oh, wow, this is never going to work. Um, and he was kind of throughout the conversation, kind of condescending and kind of like, like I'm an alpha male. <laughs> like that's just what it felt like when he was talking to me. And, and then at one point, right as we're winding down, he looks at me and he's like, you know, you could be really beautiful if you wore more makeup. And I wish, I wish fair listener that I could tell you that I took that hot coffee and threw it in his face, <laughs> but I did not. I, I, I took the, I took the insult and just knowing that this was like, you know, the last date we were going to have. But yeah, you could be really beautiful if you wore more makeup. So at the end of the night, we parted ways. I made it pretty clear that this was never going to happen again. But he said, "Uh, I'm really into photography. Are you into photography? And this was earlier in the night. This was before the makeup comment. And, and so we exchanged Flickr accounts at that time. That's what I was using. I was taking a lot of photos. My Canon went with me everywhere I went. So we had already exchanged this information. So end of the night, you know, this is going nowhere, but I get a message from him through Flickr, like basically like critiquing my photos and how they could be better. Like, no, 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 no. Bullet dodged with that one. I did end up meeting someone online. And, and, and actually he was signed up for, for an online dating service as well. And so we, we actually ended up going out on a couple dates and, and ended up way better friends. But our, our, our first date, um, I got to his place a little early and, and as, as I ring his bell, I hear this awful crash come from inside and he opens the door in a t-shirt and jeans holding a button down and I look behind him and there's a, um, an ironing board on its side and an iron on the floor because I had made him like knock it over in his haste to answer the door. <laughs> so that was the beginning of the night. Now I do suffer from various medical conditions, something that does happen to me every now and then. And I generally warn friends and family and people that are close to me ahead of time. I sometimes pass out. It happens. It's generally a blood sugar thing. It's an exertion thing. If I, if I go too hard, I will faint. But other times it's, it's, it's unexpected. I generally feel it coming on so I can do something about it, but it's unexpected. Unfortunately, this happened on our first date. We ended up back at his place to to watch um, Iron Man and I could feel it coming on and and generally when it happens if I can like go in the bathroom and like splash water in my face or get some sugar in me right away I can kind of snap myself out of it but I get to the bathroom and all I see is the world getting smaller and smaller my hearing went and I went down like a ton of bricks in that bathroom just thump and it must have been loud because I was like you know I had heels on and just just crash and eventually I come to and put you know gather myself up and, and come back out and I am pale I am I look like a ghost and and I'm just I'm all eyes giant eyes and and probably look like a crazy person but he's just sitting on the couch and he's like I wasn't sure if I should call someone or call 911. And I was just like in my head, I'm like, if someone passes out in your presence, you call 911. <laughs> but um, I didn't say anything. I just said, do you have anything? Do you have any sugar or anything? 
and he gave me a, a caffeine sugar-free diet coke because that's all he had and then said well i could call you a cab and basically was like telling me to leave like he he completely did not know how to handle the situation so he just had to get rid of the situation and so i i hopped in that cab and and went to my my then apartment in harlem i've also had things that were like non-dates like i had a married guy one time as like we were all hanging out one night follow me outside at the end of the night and and kiss and forcefully kiss me ended up biting my lip super not fun at all did not like and like little things have happened but then some like really cool things have happened some of my favorite dates have been so simple in fact they they, one of them was dubbed a non-date on purpose um because lou and i had just met and we just come out of bad relationships and so we were like not really ready for the dating scene and but we liked each other a whole lot so we went out for lunch and we walked around columbus circle and and all around i was not wearing the right footwear for that day (laughs) but um but it was great and it was sweet and it was like, you know, it was all those like butterfly feelings and niceness and, and holding hands and and like eye contact and getting to know someone. And it, none of those like, you know, you'd look better with more makeup or, you know, talking about exes and <laughs> like all the horrible things that had happened to me. So there are magical ones out there, but the, the ones that were bad Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. They were real bad. (laughs) Thank you all for listening to today's episode. Today is voting day. If you haven't and you can, get out there and vote. Whatever your your affiliation, whatever your belief system is, if you are able to do it, you should do it. Thank you, as usual, to everyone supporting the podcast, sharing it. If you do take photos of it, make sure you tag me in it so I can feature you. As always, we do have a Patreon account. We have a goal of 10 patrons. Not, it's totally not required, but every cent does help me keep this show going and rolling and, and stuff. So if you'd like to support my work further, there will be a link in the show notes. I love you guys. I will see you next week.